Hey boys, uh, I am in Vegas for work, uh, and I'm sitting here playing video blackjack, listening to the show, um, and it is it is not the vibe. But uh, I just wanted to, to ask: Are you guys are you guys gamblers? Uh, what's your game? How much are you betting? Uh, crap, blackjack. What's 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 the deal there? Um, love the show. Thanks. Hey everybody, welcome to YKS afternoon delight could that possibly be the the new could that be the new bit we're doing here my words the ads not quite nighttime yeah yeah coming in strong for YKS afternoon nights, delight. yeah okay. yks nights daytime edition okay but do you would you consider this daytime this is the daytime yeah you think this is the daytime? the daytime it's four o'clock it's four thirty. Yeah, sun, sun don't be going down until Around eight o'clock now. Okay, it's late. But you have, we got the late sun. But you know, there's a difference. There, it's not just daytime and nighttime. There's a continuum, right? It's basically a clock. Think of it like a clock. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would say this is the day. I don't think this is four thirty is crazy. not. It's not today, right? Four thirty is today. You're crazy. And then nighttime, seven o'clock. Seven o'clock still the day. No, it's not. But you're getting it. <laughs> no. Six, six o'clock, you're getting. 6.45 is daytime? Around six, if you're like, it was today, you're like, and then you got to be like, it was around six. And then you're, they're like, what time around six? Since it was <laughs> early six, that's the day. Late, later on in the six. That's, uh-huh. You're getting towards the nighttime, bud. So you're saying 6.30 is maybe the cutoff for daytime versus nighttime. 6.31. <laughs> because 6.30 and 59 seconds. That's still that's still daytime. That's still the daytime for you. That's that's what I think. I've always thought that. I we live, it's not like I just came up with it right now. We live two different lives. I'm I'm realizing that now. We're so different. I don't know how we even get along. That's what makes the show so great. It's the odd couple, JF. That's what I'm calling it. That's what yeah. we could have called should have called the fucking show. Yeah, that would have been really good for us to to call ourselves the odd couple. What would the gimmick of the show have been for the fucking odd, the odd couple? What do you think that is? Like one guy's really, like one guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know what the odd couple is. I'm saying, what would our, what would the podcast be about if it, because the show wasn't really about. Yeah. They had like other stuff going on. Like one of them like had a job. The other guy was like an umpire or something. Isn't that, wasn't he an umpire? I think at the beginning of the episode, they you have to establish like what's going to happen in the episode. So it's like, oh, I got a new job, and then you're like, oh, it's the whole going to be a whole thing. Oh yeah, at the war at the guy's job. Oh, oh this right. episode, I'm I just won a, a prize to fly a plane, and you're like, oh my god, it's a plane episode. But you have to bring your roommate. <laughs> <laughs> you have to bring your roommate, especially if you guys like kind of don't get along that well. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, or it could be like, um, he could be, he could be like, ah, oh, my sister's coming into town and she hates neat freaks. Yeah. And I was like, wait she a minute. She hates people who are neat. <laughs> wait, that's me. Hang on. This ain't going to work out. <laughs> the YKSI couple would only work as a show if one guy was incredibly lazy and the other guy did all of the work. It's the only way it would ever work, JM. <laughs> Come on. It's like. 85, 15, 64. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Odd Couple was a good show. What What was your, uh, did you watch it? I guess you, did you watch it like when you were a kid? Because I watched TV no, Land and I stuff. didn't watch it. I never got into TV Land, which I regret now because there were some great, yeah, some great old time shows on there. Like, uh, I mean, not just on there, I guess, but. No, yeah, that was just a block of programming. But like the shows from the, you know, 60s, I guess, mainly. Yeah. Like oh. I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not gonna be 13 watching fucking Green Acres. I don't give a fuck. Hmm. You have a fuck about Green Acres? And if someone did that, you would say that's <laughs> strange. Or <laughs> <laughs> I, I can remember distinctly. I mean, I, I watched all the stuff. I watched uh, uh, less Welcome Back, Cotter. It was a little, uh, eh, kind of hippie-ish for me. Uh, but yeah. I did, I did watch Green. Acres. Um, I watched. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Petticoat Junction. Is that was that a different show or was that part of? I don't Green know Acres? what that was. Don't know. I think that was a different show. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was from sixty three to nineteen seventy. I watched that. I did watch the. Uh, I watched the Odd Couple. I watched uh, Taxi. Was a great show. Um, yeah. If you ever watched uh, Taxi. Um, let's see. I also. Let's see. What else was on there? Damn. What else was on there? Um. Uh, Mary Tyler Moore, right? Uh, Bewitched. Yeah, all of these shows so bad. Okay, never, well, got, never got in them. Some of them were. I think. I think some of them were pretty good. Um, Adams Family. Come on, yeah. and that's coming back now. People yeah. are in the Adams Family again. People are oh, the loving monsters. the Adams. The monsters. Oh, okay, you're about to show your whole ass, and I'm so here for it. Because the Adams Family has had a recent release in cinema. Oh, well, I guess yeah, you missed that. Oh, I guess animated Adams Family. Oh, I Come guess on. you missed that one. <laughs> See, Rob Zombie responded to those people. They were, they were like, they made, he spent $40 million on this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he took to Facebook and said, I don't know how people thought this made, this was $40 million. But yeah, if you think it sucks, then I guess you're right or whatever. So wait, does that mean it was more or less? Way less, he said. Way, way less. less, way less than. Oh, so he's you saying that's tell. actually that's a compliment that it. I guess but so. It, but that's not what people are saying. People are saying if he spent fifty forty million dollars on this, it looks like he spent about two million dollars on it, and he's saying, "Ha ha, yeah. I spent three or something." Or yeah, something like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, "I guess they were talking shit because it was on." I mean, don't get me wrong; it looked like absolute shit. Yeah, JF, this monsters thing. It did. And, yeah. Uh, he was like, as far as people saying it's a streaming service movie, that decision was decided by the studios a long time ago or whatever. Who cares? I'm, I mean, can <laughs> you, like shit. Can you, you not mount an artistic defense of your slop? Yeah. <laughs> How about they didn't like defend the like content of it or whatever? I mean, oh, DB, it's supposed to be slapstick. It's supposed to be goofy. Fuck you. How about that? I mean, that's like what you're crap. That's what you're supposed to say if he was like. Hey, I loved the show growing up, and to me, this is what it's. This is what it's it felt a, like to me. I nailed it's the an homage to all these fucking old shows. Yeah, you know? I mean, 
And and the truth is about this, everyone will believe that because there's no way you're making this for the money. There's it will yeah. not make a cent. So there's no chance yeah. you're doing it because it's a business venture. This is a passion project. So just say it's a fucking passion project. Don't say I actually got a good deal on the shitty looking movie. That's not a good that's not a good defense of the product, you know. I don't know. He cheated on his wife so bad. He had to have she got that. She's holding it over his head. You're going to put me in all of your movies and everything forever. I I think <laughs> she's probably just the best actor for her, the role. Damn. All these people tried out. And it looks like my wife was the best person for the job again. Walking Shit. into the audition uh, room and sitting down and looking around like, okay, she doesn't look like that big of a deal. Yeah, okay, I've seen her before. Her. She's not that good. Looking over and see. fuck? Rob Zombie's wife. God damn it. Name tag. (laughs) (laughs) Huge bummer. Huge bummer. But then, I don't know. I guess if you watch the trailer come out after the fact and you go, oh, that could have been me and and the trailer getting panned by basically everyone on Earth. What do you care about? Dodged a bullet, I guess. Who the fuck cares? I don't care about. The, oh, you uh, wish they would have put somebody better in the role or whatever. Oh, you yeah. wish they would have made a better Rob Zombie's monsters thing. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Who cares? Dude? I had really high hopes for this uh, to, to, on the forums. I, yeah. I had really high hopes for this project when it was first announced in the trades. Whatever. I don't think so, man. I don't think you did. I don't think you cared about it at all. I wouldn't. Um, do you think? Do you think that the monsters? being reimagined like this will result in a in like a lot of these old I mean truly dog shit shows being released uh, in uh in movie form on on because they're not it's not going to come up with their new you saw they came up with their new idea it was the gray man we can't be doing that it's a gray man you didn't see that uh uh-uh. is that holy lord you got to fucking watch the trailer for the gray man i mean it's not as bad what a trailer is? as the the trailer for the gray man costs as much as the entire monsters movie but it's uh it's the new uh and if we ever get an ad for it by the way i think it looks awesome we would but love to work the, with those guys <laughs> it would be an honor it's what's that guy's name who was in he was he wore the jacket in drive uh oh ryan. yeah ryan gosling yeah it's ryan gosling and chris evans and it's just Fucking like a hunk gen- central uh, yeah of course me? of course it is but it's like uh and also the um, I, her name is I think it's Iza or E I I don't know how to say it. It's E I Z A Gonzalez from um, the the actor who played um, um a, what, what do you say when there's like two actors in the fucking thing and like they play not across opposite. from you opposite Jesus Christ I'm losing okay. my mind no hitting that diet smoke dude it's dude it's four thirty in the afternoon this is my nighttime we're <laughs> ready for a bed you got your nightcap on I'm sundowning it's four thirty. <laughs> Um, she was in, um, Bloodshot with Vin Diesel, if you remember, uh, she had the, not. she had the gills that she could operate. Come on. We fucking watched that for the show. Yeah, I know. But in one ear out the other, you know, that's how I watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, there's a lot of great looking people in them. Oh, wait, no, she was in ambulance. Never mind. She's not in this movie. <laughs> okay. Somebody else is in the gray man. Look, it doesn't matter. They got to. <laughs> They got a lot of people Whatever in it is. the gray man. Maybe no one's in the movie. The the gray man. Oh, it's on Netflix. Okay, so there you go. It's a it's a two hundred million dollar Netflix movie. Wild dude. Um, and it stars. Let's see. Uh, Ryan. Oh, uh, Anna De Armas. 
That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Billy Bob Thornton. Billy mm-hmm. Bob is in this. Who else we got? Um, Wagner Moore. All the stars are here. Yeah. They have someone playing the role of dining car, which I don't know if that really, that's a thing, right? That's not a guy, is it? It's not a guy's name. That's, you, can't, you can't be dining car in the movie. Can't, I mean, I haven't seen it. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, it's just like a, it's like a spy. They're like, I'm a spy for one of the government things. And the other guy's like, me too, but we don't like each other. It's one of these fucking, I mean, who wow. cares? Oh, you think it sounds good? Two competing spies. It'd be interesting to watch. Or <laughs> their skill sets going head to head. The best in their fields at what they do, yeah. and they're going at it. I mean, the wow. ultimate matchup. Only one percent of people who attempt to finish this movie will finish watching it all the way through on Netflix <laughs> and see the credits. Um, I, th- I think if, they, if you do make it to the end of the movie, they just they print out an application for the CIA, and you just have to fill that out, and you have to go work for them. <laughs> That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. It's the Krasinski Initiative. Um, That's cool. But they, you know, they don't want to be coming up with their own ideas or whatever. So I think they'll go back and they'll mine, they'll mine these old TV shows. The Munsters was an obvious one because you get all the fun not makeup. Not if they or don't make any money. Not if yeah. they don't make any money. Like but if, do the, they, if the Marvel films, if the Avengers flopped or something, they wouldn't be making. You know, so they're not going to go back reboot Betty Boop. I don't know. Or reboop. Like... Maybe they should. <laughs> the reboop. <laughs> <laughs> Free idea for it. That could be good, actually. That could be pretty good. Um, She's still got a massive fucking head for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Betty Boop is a character that I'm not really sure what, what she even does, was. She sings or something. What was it even then? I don't even know what it was then. Know. I think she's got chased by ghosts or something. That was her oh, thing. That is scary. They yeah. could do that. Rob Zombie might do that one. Um, But, like, uh, like, you wouldn't do Taxi. There's no way. You couldn't do Taxi nowadays, right? Yeah, no way. You couldn't do taxi. You couldn't do uh well, let's see, what's a, what's a, what's another show? What is even another show? I love Lucy. I can remember this is what I was gonna say. I can remember going to bed because there would be a double header of I Love Lucy on TV land um in the evenings. And when the second I Love Lucy started, I think it was then time for me to go to bed. And I would be like, <laughs> I wanna see the beginning of that second I Love Lucy to see what kind of Crazy hijinks. She's going to get her. Oh, are they going up to the cabin with Fred again? Fred and... uh, Oh, this should be good. I can't remember. I actually don't even know what the guy's name is, Fred. But, you know, sometimes they go up to the cabin and they're like, we're in the cabin together. I hope we're having a relaxing time. But with Lucy, I mean... Fucking klutz, tripping all over shit. Yeah. damn it. Came up here to fucking de-stress. And you brought a pie machine. (laughs) the fuck did you... (laughs) What's Absolutely. the name of show with the old uh, racist guy? He's like, ah, fuck you, meathead. <laughs> What's the name of that show? Um, That's a Nick at Night show. All in the, All family. In the family? Yeah. All yeah. in the family. I never watched yeah. that, but I, I am aware of it. The only thing I know about it is people say that the chair is in the Smithsonian, which I don't even know if that's true or not. Wow. Is that true? I don't know. Seems the, like I'm, something that would be true. I mean, I'm sure there are lots of chairs that old racist guys sat in in the museums. I just don't know if it's this <laughs> specific chair. This, I'm not sure which one it is. World's yeah, most racist chair. <laughs> Why do we have this? <laughs> the line is like 10 people deep to get a picture of the racist chair in like this glass cube. 
a bunch of paintings on the wall like falling off in disrepair. So <laughs> honestly, that's um honestly that's that's how it would be today. That yeah. is actually how yeah. it would be today. Good um, job. Huh? I think a, a a Banksy painting of the most racist chair sitting at the museum with everyone yeah. taking pictures of it and all of the other exhibits at the museum being ignored. Uh, that that was actually just sold to a uh, Saudi Arabian prince for $10 billion. So. <laughs> the Mona Lisa crying like the Statue of Liberty in a <laughs> Kelly cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably uh, that's probably art for you. Um, I don't know if they'll I don't know if they'll do any of the old shows, Mike. I don't know if they'll do any of the old shows, but I, if they do, if they do, honestly, I'm going to be there with my big bucket of popcorn. Mm hmm. I'm going to be there with my, uh, I'm going to be there with my Coca-Cola. Oh, we forgot to answer the fucking voicemail at the beginning of the thing. That was the whole, this is how much fun we have in the what afternoons. Was what was that? It's just an afternoon vibe, I guess. I don't know. It was about. It's like uh, AS nights, afternoon, daytime edition. Afternoon edition. Daytime bordering on nighttime, just depending on where you fall <laughs> on the, um, it was whether or not we like to gamble, and um, I, we've talked about this a little bit before, Mike. Uh, we've gone gambling together. Um, we went once, and uh, we drove up into the mountains of Colorado, right? That's we, right. We got, into a, got into a big mess of trouble with a guy oh. up there who we owed a lot of money to. <laughs> and uh, a little word yeah. of advice, if they ask if you want to uh, join a private game, say yeah. no. No. Honestly, say no to that. It's not as fun as you may think. It's an honor, of course, to be asked if you want to join the high roller um, uh, uh, game of, of Baccarat, um, even if you don't know how to play Baccarat. Um, and it's tempting to go in there and splash the cash and say, yeah, sure, I'll bet $10,000 that my yeah. square of cubes beats your rectangle of triangles. But it's just at the end of the day... You might as well just stick to the old one-armed bandits in the front. Cause you looks, can like, get... uh, looks like you're out of cash again. Uh, we're going to have to break your friend's legs over here. <laughs> JF, I'm sorry, dude. This fucking sucks, but it's the only way we, I can get, get back in the game. <laughs> um, we did. We did. We rented a car. We drove up in the mountains there. We we went into a nice casino there, and... um. Uh, let's see. My, I, I saw Wade Phillips took a, a took, I took a creep shot of former uh, Dallas Cowboys defensive yeah. coordinator Wade Phillips uh, from behind. He was you playing. You posted craps. it and then he blocked you. So that's, he name searched his eighty year old ass. He did. Is out he, there name searching. That's a great block to have. Is Wade fucking Phillips? No um, interaction. Wade Phillips <laughs> block. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then I, as I recall, you walked in and pretty much lost your you could not have lost your stake more instantly mm -hmm. if you had tossed it into the trash can on your way into the onto yeah. the casino floor basically i thought that that's what everyone was doing <laughs> and i didn't understand how they had so much money i realized that they're not immediately going in and putting down three hundred dollars yeah and then losing it <laughs> You did it so spitefully, too. You didn't want to be there. Um, but to get rid of it so soon and then sit around and, like, wait was just such a funny yeah, move. I mean, uh, what do I give a fuck about winning, you know, a dollar or something? Right. I don't have time for this shit. I would think that you would see the uh, 
the dishonor and sitting in a chair and pretending you're wagering and then getting the free watered down drinks brought to you. Uh, I would think <laughs> I would think you of all people would be tempted by that arrangement, but but that didn't seem to hold yeah. any interest for you for some reason. But that's that's the real fun of it, you know. I just can't, you know. I got to blow my load immediately. Yeah, I can't. Uh... It's a theme with you for sure. <laughs> Um, I get in there and I start going crazy, and next thing I, you know, listen, <laughs> my load. I love poker. Um, I do love playing poker. When we were in Buffalo, I took a little jaunt up with a friend of ours to uh, Niagara Falls when we played in the poker room for a few hours in the middle of the night. That was a lot of fun, but it's also like not fun because you, you, you can't like talk. It's not as much fun. Like it's even more degenerate than anything else because the guy you're sitting next to is like, I mean, he hates your fucking guts more than anybody yeah. else. Yeah. So that's like a really socially real serious. It sucks. It sucks to walk in there and play. And then all the other people at the table are like talking to each other because they're fucking they they think they're at work. Basically, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. That's a shitty atmosphere. Um, So my strategy for roulette didn't pay off where it was like, I'll watch the first one. And if it lands on red, I will bet on black because what are the chances? It's 50 50. Right. (laughs) And it just happened to red. Right. Bet on black. Turns out a lot of times you can land on that green or a zero. They shouldn't be allowed to have the green or zero, JF. Yeah. On yeah, the, the thing. The zero is the green, but there's double zero as well, meaning that it's it's not it's actually not 50-50 um, at all, which is... Yeah. That's called the house edge, Mike. That's how they get you. Um, but roulette can, roulette can be fun. They have the digital version of roulette that's fun as well if you're... See, and I don't trust that. Because it's a computer. Anybody can go in and do some code on a computer and then be like, oh, now we have your whole yeah. 401k. Good luck getting it back. Yeah. You're not supposed to bring your 401k with you, too. I thought, again, I thought everyone <laughs> else was doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the most fun you can have probably is craps. But, but a lot of the games to have the most fun, you have to be like a socially outgoing or you have to be drunk i guess i should say you have to be drunk to have the most fun at the casino is the truth of the matter um or just have no shame and a lot of times those go hand in hand but craps is a really fun game to play and because it's like you have the opposition of the other players right but then you also have the people who are rooting for you that you can let down as well there's lots of fun dynamics with craps and you (laughs) you actually get to touch the dice which is cool that is cool you know Um, the only real gambling i like is dog fighting and i guess cock fighting too (laughs) The only real yeah I get into is this dog fighting stuff that I'm into wrapped as, up in now. As a rule, not a gambler. However, I will say <laughs> every weekend I do go over. <laughs> you see those guys who have those fucking dogs that look like fucking freak monsters in there? Yes. That's so psychotic, man. Really wild, really wild. Yeah. Takes yeah, all you, kinds. Takes but, all kinds. But, um... So you could do dog fighting. I would also say the Big Bang Theory slot machine is really fun as well, if you've ever seen the show. Yeah. Um, it has little quotes. It's got little quotes from the show. Yeah. You, you, I, got, I got three. I got three. Actually, an ant can carry up to 100 times its body weights uh, in a row. <laughs> I won $2.80. E equals MC square. <laughs> <laughs> Good show. Good show. Um, hey, speaking of good show, Mike, why don't we uh, go ahead and give an update on an old Kickstarter? Ah. Oh, shit, it's an update on an old Kickstarter. 
Speaking of a good show, that's what I was saying. We do a good show. We do a good show. Sorry, I'm just. We got a breaking news alert from reporter for WBAL TV. See this gummy I'm holding? It's legal cannabis, 100 milligrams, psychoactive, and you can buy it over the counter. No medical card. Hey, she's trying to steal our <laughs> advertisers. <laughs> love these. Love these reporters who report on like fentanyl exposures and stuff. I do think that would be a fun job if you could abandon your brain at the door yeah. when you walked in. The cops said that they w- got in trouble. The cops said that them got hurt. Yeah. So all the. <laughs> but like being able to use the newscaster voice to explain something that's not. <laughs> It's either not real or like not serious in any way, I think, is really. I mean, of course, our friends uh, who did Anchorman uh, explored this uh, so well to much acclaim yeah. many years ago. But I think it, I think it is kind of interesting. Sometimes I'll scroll through TikTok and it'll be like, uh, come with me as I get ready for work. And I, I go work at the local, you know, fucking dog shit local news station to report yeah. on absolutely nothing of any consequence whatsoever. And they get up at like 3.30 in the morning. Not cool. <laughs> It's to so drive funny. it and yeah. deliver police talking points and stuff. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty pretty interesting way actually to fuck up your whole life uh, to do that. <laughs> waking waking up waking up, it's totally dark outside. You're going to your like little printer and printing out the sheet of the stuff that the cops said it, the night before. It rocks just thinking of like the ways that people spend their lives, like the gambler type guy, Las yeah. Vegas gambler, scumbag type guy. That's a to- type of guy. Yep. It's all these different types of guys, you know. I was I was reading something uh, the other day. Somebody was talking about how they, uh, how they, I guess maybe they worked at a convenience store and they would uh, they would have, of course, the regulars that came in to do the scratch offs, which yeah. is of course a, a lower form of gambling. And um, <laughs> they uh, they were like, yeah, I would I would have the regulars come in and they would spend you know twenty dollars a day or whatever, and that's a lot, but it's it's not the most insane because somebody would come in and spend between six and eight hundred dollars every single day on mm. scratchers. Yeah, that's not good, man. And you just have to think about like who could possibly do that? Who could even afford that? How is that not going to be able to afford it for long? I guess you're not going to keep it up. I don't know. I don't know. I I I get the feeling that someone who already won, right? Oh, they got a taste, which makes you think like, well, if I want to win, it sounds like what I need to do buy 801 yes tickets a day. But that's like spend 801 dollars. That's like a whole life. Like somebody, like somebody wakes up in the morning and they're like, "Hey, what do you want to do today?" And then the guy has to say, "Well, I got to go down to the store to get eight hundred dollars worth of lottery tickets." And then it's going to, yeah. It, well, you know, better put some pants on and get down <laughs> to the store, buy my eight hundred lottery tickets. Do you want anything from the store while I'm down? Uh, some Reese cups. Okay, sir, your total today is eight hundred and two dollars <laughs> and forty nine cents. Fucking Red Bull. They uh, there was some late story in the news about some lady who uh. Um, was like, I guess, I don't know how she got the inside track, but she was like, she said she noticed what lottery tickets were being sold or something. Okay. And then like bought, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you get the inside track. I guess no. if you're the gas station guy, seeing everybody buy the tickets yeah, and not win, right? You can be like, sure. Maybe I'll take one off the top. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it is a fucking McDonald's monopoly thing. That wouldn't would that fucking surprise you? It's a big fucking scam. I mean, more of a scam than yeah. we already know that it's a scam. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like it's built in. Who gets to win? I mean, who who would that surprise if that was the case? Yeah, I mean, I was reading that story. Uh, what was it Coinbase guy 
yeah. from ex-Coinbase. Employee who got the inside track on what coins they were going to onboard into the Coinbase thing. So naturally, when you buy, if there's a new coin listed, it's going to go up in price because everybody's jumping on buying it or whatever the fuck. Right. So they got the inside track and told like their friend and then they told their friend and their friend or whatever. And they stole like a million dollars or something like that, which is like, you're like at the place where you make the fake money. Why are you only ripping them off for like $1 million, you know? That's not as big a number as I, I mean, because we're talking about stuff that's worth pennies and then it becomes worth dollars, right? So, yeah. I mean. I guess they were trying not to trip off alarm, uh, any alarm bells or something, you know? But Yeah, and how'd that work out for them? Slam. <laughs> Coin so slam. Y- y- YKS after, uh, Night's <laughs> Afternoon Slam. <laughs> um, speaking of scams, Mike. Oh, my God, he's on a roll. Uh, remember this. This was the moment, Pebble. From episode 94, April of 2019. Okay. You remember this? I remember this. I think. Because, well, because if you're if you're remembering the moment pebble, but the moment pebble doesn't look familiar, what you're going to have to remember is that a few months after the moment pebble, uh, we talked about the calming pebble. That was episode 102. Mm, show me that. Bring that up on screen. I a little I bit later. Pebble. The calming pebble is here. Yeah. Now this, I remember. This, yeah. Okay. There's something I saw the other day, some ad for something. Uh, it was like a magnet thing that you flip up or something like that. You know, all kinds of these goddamn things. There's all kinds of stuff you can come up with. if you. There's really all kinds of crap out there. You just go click. <laughs> <laughs> well, the moment pebble was more successful than the calming pebble. We talked about it in April 2019. It had... 18,290 pounds at the time. It ended with over 58, almost 59,000 pounds. Um, and it's, it is available now. Um, it was made by Charles Cadbury, but don't try to eat it. My British friends. Okay. Love it. Um, giving them a chance to laugh up on that, that looking like <laughs> we are. Okay. We got it. And, um, at the time now you could have supported the campaign you could have gotten the moment pebble for, let's see, 40 pounds. It says it was going to retail at 60. Now, this is always the fun part, is seeing what it actually retailed at. So let's click on order now. Momentcompany.co. Shift to the United States. Okay. Four and a half star reviews on Trustpilot. Love those guys. And let's see. Where do we buy it? Buy. Let's click the buy button here. We want to see 60. Oh, we actually a see 67, a 67-pound pebble. Now I've seen everything, JF. Yeah, I think I had one of those in my shoe the other day. <laughs> Could barely walk. 67 pounds. And we all know what that is in USD. We don't even have to convert it live on the show for you, gang. I didn't even People get in write my in shoe. all the time. Stop doing the conversions for us. We hate it when you do the conversions. We already know. Well, and I mean, also they're out of date. I mean, it changes like by the minute. So <laughs> really not one of the more useful things we've ever done on the show. Um, and don't people send us the also, list. People also, also write in and they say, Mike, you're doing too much freaking work on that show. We hate doing too much <laughs> doing when you do a lot of stuff. We hate when you do a lot of stuff. <laughs> Can you what guys? What the emails say? I don't know. Quick favor to me. Can you guys stop sending Mike the emails that say he's doing too much work and he needs to stop <laughs> doing it? Um, so the let's talk about what the Moment Pebble even was. Um, is this like a pet rock situation? 
Looks like it, yeah. It's a simple, effective mindfulness aid and a reminder to hit pause, all in one cleverly designed, illuminating pebble. Is it actually illuminating, or are they using that as a metaphor? No, I think it's, I don't think it lights up, yeah. Unconnected tech, reduced stress, simple to use for my, mindfulness newbies and experienced meditators. Wow, everybody in between. It's so funny to see the fake chart on here where it's like stress level over time. It's also portable. It's a rock, dude. What are you, t- what are you doing? <laughs> Mike, well, look at the, look at the stress <laughs> over time. Doesn't it look like the, the stress peaks right around 430? <laughs> it's insane. The, look, they have a steps chart. I can't believe, I don't, don't remember if we uh, covered this when uh, we did this initially. Gently, step one, gently focus your eyes on the moment pebble. This is real. We're not making this up. Yeah. Step two, turn the pebble over to begin. The pebble blinks twice to signal the start of your movement. So it does have a little LEDs in a chair. Okay. Breathe in with the light. Inhale for the duration of the glow. So there's some breathing exercises involved. I thought it was stupid. Okay, and then you just breathe with it, and then after that, it's done, and then you don't have to do it anymore. That's crazy that this is a fucking product. I'm going to watch the video, see if I can remember what it looks like when it glows. In a world vying for our attention, we've never been more educated, captivated, connected, exhausted. Today, we can connect with almost anything, meaning it's never been more important that we connect with ourselves. I'm Charlie, and this is Alex, and we're on a mission to make mindfulness accessible to everyone with this, the Moment Pebble. A simple... I can't believe it. I can't believe this is a commercial for a rock. For us all to pause. Isn't that cool? Sometimes you simply need a... You have to charge the rock? In an otherwise chaotic day, a chance to realign and recalibrate. Just being mindful. I don't see a charging port on the rock. At a time is all it takes to see a reduction in stress. Induction charge is it inductive charging? Oh, I guess it is. Yeah. But weaving it into everyday lives is. That sucks and is stupid. I'm glad we said it was stupid in the past. Um, yeah, vindicated. Looking That's through such a the relief. <laughs> <laughs> um. Here we go. This is uh, Adam says. I bought two pebbles on both of them. The marbling is awful. The marbling consists of a black streak on the side. They just look dirty. When I took them out of the box, my immediate reaction was to think the marbling was scuff marks or an ink stain from the black ink of the packaging, and I tried to wipe it off. My two pebbles would have looked better without any marbling. It's a shame. It's a lovely product, but the poor marbling effect ruins it for me. Are they all like this? So I guess it it is an inductive charging. But you get the moment pebble... A wireless charging stone, Ugh. a moment book with 30 curated moment scripts. You also gain access to the moment community, a curated group containing the moment pebble team, our doctors, and an increasing network of wellness experts, as well as all other moment pebble owners. Just a discord, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, Graham says that the moment pebble light is too bright. So, and you also, um, you cannot change it. You can't change the color or you can't, and you can't change the brightness of the light. 
Um, so that's tough. I guess if it's way, if your rock is too bright for you, there's really nothing you can do about the rock. But it does seem like it does seem like other people um, kind of enjoy it. Um, Kay says the lights are a bit distinct. I thought they would be more diffused. Also, I find the breathing time far too short. I think I will have to breathe the entire in and out sequence as an in and another whole sequence as out for it to calm me at all. I was actually a bit anxious trying to shorten my breath to meet the pulse. So the so it's ugly. You got some big lungs. Can't use it if you got big lungs. Small lungs only. Small and people lungs. people who don't care about marbling as well, you are welcome, but everyone else. Um very strange. This is a strange product, and I can't believe how much money it made. I would say a mixed mixed result on the the moment pebble. I don't know. Some people seem to like it. Some people seem to think, uh, oh, I paid, you know, 60, 70, 80 bucks for sort of an ugly rock that's actually way too bright, and it moves too fast, and I can't breathe along with it, defeating the purpose of the entire thing. So could go either way. My rock exploded, explaining it to the fire department. <laughs> I was charging my rock. It's for mindfulness. Uh, oh, well. Um, that was the moment, Pebble. Gang, we've got six Kickstarters to come. But first, a brief word from Do our sponsor. Do not come. Okay. Do not come. <laughs> More YKS right after this. JF, this episode is sponsored by Diet Smoke. Uh, And this is a pre-roll ad. I heard pre-roll, and I got all confused. We're doing a pre-roll ad for Diet Smoke. That doesn't make any sense. In fact, Mike, this is a mid-roll ad, which doesn't really have an analog. Well, it wouldn't really work. In the space. But let's... uh... (laughs) Yeah, I mean... What would that even be? I mean, what would a mid-roll be if you were going to a shop? It's it's what you smoke, I guess. Okay, all right. I don't want to, I'm done talking. Folks, there's nothing worse than being baked out of your mind when you didn't plan on it. And you know once you eat it, there's no going back. Yeah, I've, look. Uh, a friend I once knew had this happen to him, okay? And um, it was a little bit scary, and he tried to calm down by putting wrestling on, and it didn't work. I don't know if the guys were scary or... I don't know. It just it didn't it didn't help to watch wrestling. That's not a way. That's he not a free a, ticket out of it. You he know? had a single, single drop. Whatever. <laughs> it was some. It was way. It was too strong of stuff. That's why when I need the perfect medium high, I or a friend I know hits up my other friends. I basically hooked my friends up at Diet Smoke for their delicious Delta Eight THC gummies. Now, what exactly is Delta Eight? Well, it's uh, simply a plant. Probably, I don't know. It's uh, something From that the earth. <laughs> It comes, look, you understand how stuff grows from other stuff. I don't have to tell you that. You learned that in school. They taught you about Delta 8 in school. It's kind of similar to uh, Delta 9, which is the THC you're probably most familiar with. And while both are natural to the cannabis plant, Diet Smoke extracts theirs Delta 8 from hemp. Now, I would call this a loophole. Isn't that what you would call it, Mike? Yeah, it's one hell of a loophole, JF. (laughs) I think you're supposed to call it the secret recipe to getting a smooth, stable, and most importantly, legal high. Diet Smoke is legal in most states, and it's non-prescription. Just check Diet Smoke's website to see if they ship their delicious gummies to your state. Now you're probably asking yourself, does Diet Smoke really get you high? Come on, I wouldn't fucking bullshit you here. All right? It's legit stuff. Getting really down to earth with the people you're talking to. Look at my eyes. (laughs) 
I would simply I would say, fuck you. look, of, of course, the high you get with diet smoke is best described as somewhere between the chillness of CBD and that classic stoned feeling you get with regular weed. Diet smoke, it's not light, okay? It's just right. Plus, it comes in two. Wait a minute. Breaking news. I'm actually seeing now Diet Smoke comes in more than two delicious flavors. Blue raspberry and watermelon, sure, we know them, we love them. But there's even more to enjoy now at dietsmoke.com. For instance, um, looks like they've got mango and cherry lime and peach. Oh, my My God. God. Welcome to the family. Wait, there's there is there wait, there's watermelon delta eight gummies. Oh, and I'm seeing wow, I'm seeing C B D gummies on here as well. Wow, they've really got it all uh on here. Diet oh smoke. Oh my god, they have diet smoke soda I'm looking at here. Is that true? That's peach, lemon lime, delta eight, four pack soda. Soda Soda <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. I say try the whole lot, okay? Each gummy is infused with 10 milligrams of Delta-8 THC derived from American-grown hemp. And you know what they say? Buy American, get high with American. I read that on a bus. Also, Delta Diet Smoke's Delta-8 gummies are low in sugar, fat-free, and delicious. Oh, and did I mention they're legal? So, when CBD isn't enough and traditional THC is too, too much, enjoy the smooth buzz of Diet Smoke. Where are they going to go, Mike? Go to dietsmoke.com and use promo code YKS20 for 20% off your order. That's dietsmoke.com, promo code YKS20 for 20% off. And as a special offer, Diet Smoke's coupon can be used on every order. Write it down on a post-it note and put it on your monitor. I'm so sick of the promo code, what, dying when you're done with it? Makes no sense. Yeah, it lives on the computer. Bring it back to life. Let's bring it back. Let's bring back savings, gang, at dietsmoke.com. Promo code YKS20 for 20% off. Diet Smoke's Delta 8 THC gummies are not for use or sale to people under the age of 21. Please use responsibly. Also sponsoring this week's YKS, Mike, our friends over at PayPal Honey. Now, online shopping. I feel like... You can't swing a dead cat these days without hitting a website for online shopping, right? You can't swing. You can try. You can, hang on. Be you out can't, there all day. You'd be out there all day. And I wouldn't want to be out in this heat, to be honest with you. Well, I was going to say, let's, can we put this in the cyber world? You can't e-swing a dead virtual cat. Or would you switch that? Virtual swing a dead what e-cat. What the fuck e on the front of it? Well, virtual, because websites. Or maybe it would be cyber cat. It a would cyber, be a cyber cat, if anything. You can't. Well, <laughs> you can't. You, you, <laughs> You can't eye swing a dead cyber cat without hitting an online shopping marketplace. And that's where, honestly, I do uh, a lot of my shopping these days. And I'm always reaching for that promo code at checkout. Checkout comes up and sometimes the counter comes up on checkout and says, hey, we'll hold your stuff for the next 10 seconds. Hope you got your promo code ready. And I'm scrambling, right? Yeah, looking for your scraps of paper or what have you. Look what I have on my desk right here. Yep, scrap of paper. Scrap of paper, you see it right now. Thanks to Honey, though, manually searching for coupon codes on scraps of paper littered all over your desk is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. you got to trust them on this, okay, because they support over 30,000 stores online ranging from tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. Now, here recently, I've used Honey. I probably use it practically every second, um, maybe a little bit less than that. But Yeah, I try to use it more than... Once per second, if I can. You use it more than once per second. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I, I was going to. 
I was I was going to use it more than once per second, but I got the little thing that comes up and says, "Can you identify all of the dogs on bicycles in this image?" And one of them is like, it's like a one wolf of them's on, on a an... unicycle. So it's like, <laughs> does that count? It's because I guess it, not. Colloquially, you would say bicycle, maybe. But it's a but... bike. If somebody was like, oh, "I'm gonna ride my bike," and they had like a funny unicycle or something <laughs> like that, I'd be like, "Oh, it's, I'm not gonna you're correct not, him." You're not gonna call him out on that, right? But it's like when yeah. it comes to this. Sometimes it's hard to tell with these things is the point of it. I, and I go on there. I'd like to do this. It's just This is just a hubby fact about me. I was buying my wife some clothes. I was buying my wife some clothes. Hey, baby, try some new outfits. What do you think about this? You know. And if you don't like them, we'll send them back. Of course, that's, I mean, that's the agreement. If you don't like them, we'll send them back, right? You, yeah. That's part of it. She already went through the I'm a dumb shithead shirts and the beers. <laughs> and- <laughs> sure. That you got her. She wears the Beavis and Butthead hoodie all the time. She loves it. Oh, another shirt from your show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, I went on. I picked her out some nice clothes that she can wear to work. Not like okay. the trash we have. Yeah. <laughs> well, appropriate. Office appropriate clothing. Okay. <laughs> and a honey popped up and said, hey, bud, let me help you with some savings. And I said, honey, you are just the person I wanted to see. Get in there. And they helped me out. Look, they saved me probably. I, I should have written it down on a, on the one of the endless scraps of paper I have sitting around here. But I, it was enough money for me to go, yay, probably 20 bucks. All right. And that's not bad. That's 20 bucks right back in my pocket that I can use to buy more scraps of paper. All right. Here's how honey will work for you. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. Don't tell me the site. Okay. Keep that to yourself. I'll write it on a deck of cards later. When you check out, the honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds. As Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. Meanwhile, open up another tab and start using Honey on a different tab if you know what's good for you. And if you Honey do this finds, all day. <laughs> I mean, get it, get them all, go, get them all working at the same time. <laughs> and if Honey, if any of your Honey instances finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Here's an interesting fact: I saw this recently. You can add Honey to your iPhone too. Just enable it on Safari, and you can find savings on the go. Whether you're or iPhone 11, though. No, what did I said you said oh, iPhone too. They didn't even kind of have funny, an iPhone. They didn't even have they didn't an iPhone 2. They went to iPhone 6 or something, right? Which is the most insane. I'm glad they came up <laughs> with that. I never, I could never come up with any of that stuff. Listen, if you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out. It's literally free and installs in just a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast even more importantly. I'd never recommend something I don't use for hubby points. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash YKS. That's joinhoney.com slash YKS. Honey, top up your hubby points. Finally, sponsoring this week's episode of YKS, Policy Genius. Now, this is interesting, Mike. We've all heard of geniuses. Yes, sir. Alvin Alvin Einstein, uh, (laughs) guy who made the like the little plastic things that go on your shoelace uh, and that atomic oh. bomb guy. Unless that was Alvin Einstein. I don't remember. Jumping all over the place. But you know what? Not wrong. Um, but what if there was a genius for insurance? That would probably look a little something like policy genius. They're basically a marketplace, okay, that helps insurance shoppers understand their options, compare cro- quotes across multiple companies, and buy a policy all in one place. Now, I have life insurance, and guess what, Mike? What's up? I actually bought my life insurance through Policy Genius. You did not. I did. 
I did. Months ago, I did this. Several months ago, I did this. Uh, a little late in life, maybe, to be considering it, but that's okay. There's still time, gang. Early uh, for something <laughs> to consider. Not well, too late. Now, look, you may have coverage through work, but it may not be enough, okay? Most people need up to 10 times more coverage to properly provide for their families. And, of course, coverage through work is not portable, okay? If you leave your job, the policy doesn't go with you, meaning a gap in coverage when you need it most, okay? I, I worked through Policy Genius. They helped me find the policy that was right for me. It was simple. I, cl- I clicked a bunch of times, and now I've got life insurance. Every month, the payment goes out, and I, I think to myself, now that's nice. That makes me feel good. My family's protected, okay? And that's what Policy Genius... Yeah, and you're now you're living on the edge. You don't care. <laughs> Speeding. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on, not quite. I drive a minivan. I'm pretty good out there. I'm, pre- I'm, I'm pretty good out there. Listen, if you're worried about price, Policy Genius makes it easy to compare your options from top companies, okay? And they can help you make sure you're not paying a cent more than you have to for the coverage that you need. This is how it works, okay? Policy Genius is an insurance marketplace. As I said, they make it easy for you to compare quotes, all right? Uh, imagine companies like AIG and Prudential all in one place. They're going to help you find your lowest price among all of those different companies. You could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. Options start at just 17 bucks a month for $500,000 of coverage. That's a screaming deal, okay? Here's what you're going to want to do. Head to policygenius.com to get your personalized quote in minutes and find the right policy for your needs. The licensed agents at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance companies. They're on hand through the entire process to help you understand your options so you can make decisions with confidence. Just head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. Oh, it's six-pack time. It's six-pack time. It's time to do the six-pack time. Time to do the six-pack time, Mike. Six Kickstarters, you take three, I take three, and then if there's any left over at the end, we'll just tackle them together, I guess. Um, The first one I've got for you today is called the Ice Divide, the beer glass made for cold beer lovers. Finally. Now, uh, now Mike, you remember the uh, Game of Thrones, the big great ice wall that was in the show and was mm-hmm. a big part of it for a while until, spoiler alert, it wasn't that big of a deal anymore. Um, this is kind of a similar, this is kind of a similar I've just idea. started the series and you've totally ruined it. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, <laughs> let me play the video. With the classic pint, it was impossible to drink a beer that remained cold for more than a few minutes. We have always wanted to enjoy a cold and flavorless beer from the first to last sip. So we created Ice Divide. You just need the normal home ice, can kit it together with other glasses. Ice keeps your beer cold for a long time without watering it down. Made from borosilicate, a glass designed to withstand large changes in temperature. Dishwasher safe and more resistant than traditional glass. Its particular shape makes it easy to handle and comfortable to use. It keeps to form and helps to rising of aromas. All you have to do is pop in the ice and enjoy your favorite beer. Ice Divide will keep your beer perfect until the last sip. Ice Divide, 
made for a cold beer lovers. Now, Mike, I want to thank you for stepping in and doing the narration over that video uh, because. <laughs> it, I mean, we were down. The, I noticed the audio wasn't working on the things. So I kind of panicked and had to. <laughs> so the ice divide for cold beer lovers. Now, this is a we, we've all seen the frosted glasses that you can get at certain places. Uh, like I, when I accidentally walked through the car wash the other day. Oh, brother. Love it. Frosted glasses. Um, they, uh, they would do like the spray on my, uh, yeah, I got it. My lens is here. Uh, probably would break my neck too with some of the machinery in the bouncing around a little bit in there for sure. Oh yeah. Rough me up. Ice divide is a beer glass designed to keep beer cold for a long time without watering it down. When the beer heats up, the sensory sensations relating to taste are progressively flattened until they're substantially canceled out with ice divide. Beer will remain perfect until the last sip, even on the hottest days, without changing its temperature. So, you know, as as someone who used to call himself the beer idiot, you might imagine I do have a few opinions on this. Um, and here, here they are in sequential order. Number one, <laughs> the worst beer on earth is from Italy. The beer, <laughs> the beer there is piss and shit. Is it it's god awful. We just woke Dan up. For, I'm sorry, Dan. It's awful. The beer, the Italian beer, is disgusting. Um, you don't think it's good, do you, Dan? I think all beer is good. Come on. Well, except for that fucking, like, Bud Light and shit. Okay, Bud Light is a lot better than a Peroni, whatever the fuck. Disgusting. come on now. (laughs) Peroni's okay. I think I've had that one before. Yeah, those are fine. Um, (laughs) the other thing is, is if your beer is getting really hot before you're done drinking it, you're taking too long to drink your beer. That's you're the on the thing. sun. You're on the sun. Yeah. How long does it take to drink a beer? You know? Also, the flavor doesn't get less pronounced when it gets warm. It gets more pronounced. You want it cold so you don't drink the beer. And again, this is where drinking Italian beer comes in. They're getting mad because the beer is warming up and they're starting to taste what it fucking tastes like. And they're going, this is fucking disgusting. We got some more ice cubes in this? Holy hell. I don't want to drink this garbage anymore. That's their fucking problem. This is a shit. This is a shit. <laughs> You've given me shit. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, Dan has just submitted his resignation. <laughs> Why don't you just piss into my mouth, huh? But the other thing is, is if you want a cold glass, you can put a normal glass in the freezer for a little while. Or even the fridge if you want. Yeah. It'll be cold for a while. Wrap it, wrap it in a little uh wrap it in a little thing, you know? A wet towel. You can do or so Jesse's much. Cock. Be- wet towel or Jesse's cock. You think my cock is small and wet and pliable. That's what you're telling <laughs> me. You think I can wrap my cock around a glass. This is really getting okay. beyond that. You know, I, I was all right when you were making fun of Italians, but this is too far. <laughs> um, the other, so, so there's, that's not a good way to cool the glass. The other thing is in order to keep the ice cubes inside the glass, they had to fit a rubber gasket on the bottom of the glass to keep the beer in there or to keep the ice cubes in the glass. It looks what? really stupid. You see how the gasket goes on top? So now your beer is sitting on this little, 
it's basically a condom for the bottom of the beer glass. Now, that's now the bottom. It's like a false bottom glass. Oh, okay. okay. So the bottom, you turn the cup upside down. Yes. And take the lid off of the bottom of the glass, put ice cubes into it, mm-hmm. then put the thing back on it, and then flip it over and then put your beer in it. Yes. Nah, bro. So not only is that awkward, I also don't think it would even be that cold because you can only fit so many ice cubes in there. This is why it makes so much more sense to have the entire glass cold because there's more surface area. There's not a lot of surface area here. And the ice cube, they're just like rattling around inside that little area of the glass, which is not the entire glass. And it displaces so much liquid. How can you be sure that there's anywhere even close to a pint in this glass? Because it's a pint glass with like like a third of it taken out. I thought it, I thought it seriously was like cut down the middle, and one yes. side you fill with water, one side you fill with beer, which was stupid. That's but this what it is actually like. even more stupid. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I think there we did have a version of that where you could put like a little guy skiing in it, right? But it was like for whiskey glasses. Do you remember that? I think you so. like froze them yeah. sideways or something. Yeah, we'll have to look what that one was. I'm but saying that too. Uh, so this is really bad. Um, it says that it can hold up to 500 milliliters of beer, perfectly suited to small and medium-sized beers. Um, but I don't know if that's the right... How much is a pint? A British pint is 20 imperial fluid ounces, or 568 milliliters. An American pint of 16 fluid ounces is 473 milliliters. So it says it can handle an American pint. I'd like to see it handle an American pint. One of our American <laughs> beers. I really don't think it can because I think they just measured the glass and didn't include the cutout. I really don't believe it could have a whole pint in there. But I don't know. Maybe maybe it can. It just doesn't. It would have to be a lot taller than it looks, I think, to accommodate that. But I don't know. We'll see. I trust the uh, I trust the Italian mathematics over there. I think they're probably doing it. Pretty, pretty close. Probably better than me. Um, this is uh, right now. They want how much do they want for this? They want thirteen dollars for one. They say at retail it's going to be twenty six dollars for. A, I mean that is that's really beyond the pale. Um, beyond the pale ale in this case, Mike. Love it, God, dude. You're fucking knocking me out of the fucking park today. Are you serious? <laughs> hey, I'm just doing my best. You're going you. insane. Thank you, man. Why nights, man, I swear. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, and right now, they've raised $507 of $56,048, 14 backers, 25 days to go. You guys got to drink your beers a little bit faster, I think, if this is a significant problem for you. Um, I tell my wife this all the time. She you got to drink not- your beer faster, babe. Babe, babe, babe. Chug it, chug it, chug it, chug it. She's not a beer drinker at all, um, but she does like to have a Coke Zero in a can. She does and, She does bong a beer every day. Yeah. She likes beer bonging and doing keg stands. Just in the morning. Just in the morning. Um, and <laughs> she, so she'll have her little can of Coke Zero. Um, and I think it goes without saying that she doesn't truly ever finish the can of Coke Zero. And also she will leave it around the house and I'll have to go around and pick it up and then pour it out and then put it in the garbage. But that's okay. Um, she, she has, sounds like it's not okay. Sounds like there's some, and she also doesn't open up the can. (laughs) 
she only cracks the can like a little bit. Like you know, you and I would crack the can and we would put the thing yeah. all the way under. You could drink the whole thing. She just puts also, on. You're s- supposed to rinse the can before you because <laughs> you're gonna get bugs. Don't even get me started. Sometimes I don't even want to get started complaining about this. Sometimes it's fine to leave an unopened or uh, opened drink. Mm-hmm. I used to do that when I would drink a lot. I would wake up the next, and Dan did it the other day. <laughs> it reminded <laughs> me of me where I found like a, a open uh, beer with like one or two drinks out of it sitting yeah. on the desk. Yeah. So, I, that's so annoying. That beer was unopened when I drank it. <laughs> In Dan's defense, it was unopened. I was under the impression yeah. that it was opened, but he, he clarified that it was unopened. So he... So basically, what Dan did was fine. Um, and what I did was not fine. You are on the wrong side of this, yeah. Um, but she will not. Uh, she she always has what we call koozies around here. The little uh, mm-hmm. the can you know the insulated can holders. I don't know what people would call them. Um, we used to have some of those in the Ycast storage. Yeah, remember back that? when? Yeah, when we shipped them ourselves, it was a pain to do. But we should get if if, if we have the capability to put them on there now, we should we should put some new ones on there because they are fun. But um. Yeah, she has probably like, I mean, she gets one whenever she goes to a new place, like we go on vacation or she goes to a restaurant or a store or whatever. I mean, we've got to have like 20, 25, 30 of these fucking yeah. koozies. And she just like puts a little can. Of, she has one in her purse. If we go out somewhere and there's a can of, of Coke that she wants to drink, yeah. she puts it. And I'm just I like, think you, they might have cans there. You got <laughs> like, you got to be drinking this stuff. How is this a problem for you? I just drink it fast. It's over with, you know? freezes her hand when she touches it I, I think that's part of it as well I think they freeze it up it. before they give it to you they put it in the fridge or something yeah they they wrap your dick around it and put it in the freezer <laughs> um anyways 14 backers 25 days to go that's the ice divide mike what do you got they have the long-awaited campaign for adventures of god volume two is finally here and first of all we wanted to thank all of you who made our dreams come true the first time We hope you loved the book since you got it in your hands. For those of you who missed out, don't fret. With this new campaign, you'll still have a chance to snag a copy of The Adventures of God, Volume 1 as well. JF, this is The Adventures of God. Volume 2, Volume 2 of Corey and Tio's Ringo-nominated webcomic comes to print. They got a Ringo? They got a Ringo, (laughs) JF. So it's like a comic about what if God was now. God, what if God you know, here's took, what, a, took a shit? Here's what I'll say. I this is this is not even put on by the actual creators. This is put on by Rocket Ship. They've created 23 campaigns. Um, they connect fans directly to the series that they want. It says we work hand in glove with web comics creators to create outstanding print editions of their work as well as merchandise. It's appropriate for their series and fan base. Running first window distribution exclusively through crowd. Funding platforms. Now, I don't have a problem with this, really, because the people who want this stuff should get it if they want it, you know? Yeah. It's just, a, it's an absolute mystery to me why anyone would want this, because the god, the god, the gimmick of being a god who's, like, kind of snarky, I just, I just, I, I can't believe it. I can't yeah. believe how many people like it. The the Tweet of God account. Yeah. The podcast I mean, of, the podcast, Godcast, <laughs> wherever the fuck that is. Web comics. How much can this ecosystem support? Where you go, it's so like funny to like laugh. I mean, you're laughing at something, and you you don't even because if you like examine it for like longer than five seconds, it's not funny. It's like, what if God was crass or something? That's the whole gimmick. It's like it could be God, it could be anybody else or whatever. But if it since it's like God, it's like that's so that's so shitty, dude. 
It's it's just zero level. What amazes me is this actually got the prestigious project we love yeah. uh, emblem here. Uh, it's sort of the 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 employee's choice here for Kickstarter campaigns. They do have a video that I yeah, think we should maybe, get the, maybe it's funny. I don't know. Let's take a look. So here are the commandments, God. Okay, so 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 Moses is showing the commandments that he's put on the the tablets there to God. Yeah, which he I said here's the commandments. I'll say I don't think that's how it went down, but well, he's God gave him the commandments to write down, and now he's I guess showing them and being like, "Hey, what do you think?" Wait, or whatever. And what did yeah. God say? He said, "I think you should change the font." Is that what he said? Yeah. And he and Moses says, "God damn it!" Which is like you're not supposed to say that, especially like in front of God. I wouldn't say it like, in he's front the of guy. the guy. Yeah, who's so I don't know. Was that funny? Earth wasn't, Earth wasn't built, built in a day. In a day. True. true, true, true. I don't know what that's supposed to be. Couldn't even tell you that one. I don't know. What was that? Wait, what was don't that? I don't know. I think you got a different haircut or something. It's like a guy. Wait, I gotta go. Oh, I need to see what this is. It's was. just going a mile a minute. So then there's Earth, or the God is like a statue. Okay, but then what else is it? God's looking at his stomach in the mirror. Oh, there's like a doctor telling God to eat vegetables? What? Okay. God, please show me the way. And there's a cloud pointing to a liquor store. That's not funny, he says. So this is going to be... Oh my God, Adam and Eve were smoking weed with Satan. (laughs) Come on now. Yeah. I mean, this is some... uh, offensive well it's offensive let's be honest it's offensive to christians it's offensive to maybe other people i guess um this was nominated for a ringo can't believe that i wouldn't even nominate this for a pete best but it did get the pete worst award for worst (laughs) whatever (laughs) oh my god i hate to say this what's up oh no Oh no! Are you for real? Matteo no, Ferrazzi is an Italo-Belgian oh, right now. It's with these guys, man. Dan, I didn't do this on purpose. <laughs> this is indefensible. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna put a Dan's gonna get into the document next week and put a bunch of Irish guys on here. <laughs> no, that's my people. That's your people. <laughs> So maybe this would maybe this is funny if you're Italian. I, I it's possible that to an Italian, Italian guy this, maybe and if it's like 2003, 2004. Oh man, I don't even know if that's in the, the college humor uh sickanimation.com or whatever it was. Yeah. That guy wasn't around. Yeah. See it. The devil's name is Lucy in this. Or Lucifer. That's funny as fuck. Don't call Yo, him Lucifer. Your shit's though. fire. No joke. <laughs> uh, it says here Mateo had a brief stint as a stand-up comedian. I don't know why it didn't go on longer. Um, but he's making this webcomic. Uh, it looks like Lucy is making the most of his role as the head of hell because he's turning hell into a rehabilitation center. There's a gym, an ice skating rink, 
free therapy and even a room full of cats you can pet. Yes, cats go to hell, but they like it there. By his side, he has his boyfriend, Riley, and a motley crew of little girls called Lucy's Little Helpers, whom he hates slash loves, but mostly loves. So in this, in this, in this version of the classic Christian mythos, uh, the devil is a gay guy named Lucy. Does that add to it for you or take Rock away on. from it? I mean, it's certainly much funnier than the traditional Beelzebub. Um, yeah, he's that you can s- not funny. You can see here in this image, he's wearing a wearing purple a, suit, oh, um, pimp hat. Yeah, sort of a loud. I would say a loud hat. Um, and he's looking at his nails not in not in this way that you would look at if you were a tough guy, right? This is the tough guy way to looking look at, at the your back fingernail. of his nails, looking like at a... the back of his nails like you would if you were not quite as tough a guy. And you know that tells you really all you need to know about Lucy. Um, there's also Gabe. Um, uh, doesn't speculate as to Gabe's sexuality here or how he looks at his nails, but he is. We, we don't know whether or not Gabe has a a <laughs> pussy, a cock, and something in between, or if he has sex with. Who he has sex with? They don't list it here. Like, why would you list that fucking <laughs> like a trading card? So stupid. <laughs> um, Gabe is a scientist who is actually the guy who's in charge of heaven, um, in the world or the universe or whatever. Um, so that's funny. Um, man, this is bad. And the 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 art I would say is also really really bad. And let's not just give it's the not writing, good, you know. Yeah, the artwork is also bad. The artwork is like season zero of Family Guy. I mean, uh, it's needs some work, you know. Really, really bad stuff here. But I guess it's a successful... Can we find the, the webcomic? Let's see. Um, uh, Adventures of God, yeah. Oh my, I just started typing Old Christine just out of habit. Okay, sorry, only backspace. Adventures of God... <laughs> Uh, this is on Webtoon here. Um, oh, sick. Let's watch some of it. Well, I don't think it's that kind of tune, my friend. Um, this says here, the most recent one has 13,568 likes on it. That's fucking so much for this. Okay. Dear God, I'm an or there's a guy standing in a field looking up at the sky. He says, dear God, I'm an orphan all by myself. Who will teach me about the world? God appears and says, I am everybody's parent, and I will be yours, too. Okay. So far, so good. He goes on to say, being a parent is a piece of cake. I'm God, omnipotent, and omniscient. I can tell you everything there is to know, so ask away. This seems like a really weird premise, I would say, for the 560-some comic in the... I mean, do you not have any continuity? This this (laughs) seems like comic number one. It does, yeah. He says, where do babies come from? Okay. The Lord here. Set up. Lord. Now time for punchline. Yeah. Oh, Lord looks uh, back and forth. He's kind of saying, emergency requesting backup. Speaking to a walkie-talkie. Oh, here we go. Jesus appears with Gabe, the scientist, and Gabe says, all right, I designed the whole thing so I can easily, Jesus says, let me at least set the scene, okay, Gabe? You always make it too clinical. I do think that maybe, so this sucks, and like I said, does seem like the first comic, not the 500th comic, but... Yeah. Wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you just cut it off at God running away with the walkie-talkie? I mean, if that's the joke you want to make, yeah, let's call it. There's, I guess, more to it. Uh, Jesus says, "When a man and a woman love each other, 
scientist says, that yeah. is technically not a requirement. And uh, he said, Jesus says, oh, my God, let me finish, which is funny because he's God or whatever. Surely you've had your fill of Jesus saying, oh, my God, oh my by, God. by this time in the. Oh, and that was the end. That was the end. Or wait, no, was it? Uh, no, it's not. Oh, my God, it's not the end. Made he, by Corey and Teo is up here in the clouds signaling what I that thought that was the end of the comic. That was the end of it also. Phew, that was tough, We but we got through it, says the scientist guy. The hard part is behind us, says the Lord. And the guy's writing, taking notes. All right, kid, what else do you want to know? All right, kid, how many more panels do you want on I mean, this, this webcomic? Why is there suffering in the world, he asks. And, and the scientist says, come on, man. And Jesus says, give us a break. They probably would say that. That's the end of the comic. Not a strong ending at all. Not a great comic in my opinion. And this is an interesting comic format, which is just an endless scroll. A very of long this, page. The same yeah. Why would you make the same background? There's no like... <laughs> Put some effort into the background. That rocks. It's just two characters in front of like a blank color. <laughs> this is crazy. You got to work on that. I can't. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Maybe you don't. Because right now they've got $8,365 pledged of $3,000, 147 backers, 25 days to go. This is, I mean, that was, that was, that was 560. So imagine what volume two is like. Imagine how rough volume two is. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Uh, let's see. Graphic novel, 24 bucks. You get the volume two graphic novel. You get a laptop, desktop, or mobile wallpaper. Oh, so it works on laptop or desktop for your wallpaper. This will work wow. on most devices. Awesome. What else? Let's see. What do you get for the the big the big money? Three hundred and fifty dollars. You appear in Adventures of God. Five five slots on that, and it is sold out. No. <laughs> Damn, we should have jumped on that, huh? I cannot believe this. And they get the wallpaper too, man. I guess I guess winning a Ringo has its perks. You get to think of truly like the first joke you could think of about God, and then you put it on here. And I guess it's like a yeah. if this is I can't surely that's not your whole job. That can't I know what my job is, but this can't be the whole thing for you. <laughs> Yo, my shit's embarrassing, but. Uh... <laughs> that's a whole other, holy shit. That's crazy. Adventures of God. When, when this was on the document at first, it was 7,600. It's already, wow. it's almost accumulated. Another That's okay. I'm in the wrong business. Mike, how about this one? Um, you know what? I'm going to switch it up. I'm going out of order and there's a good reason for Whoa, that. Oh, okay. You'll see All why right. when you do your number two. This is the shit that you can't plan, gang, in the podcast <laughs> game. This is the stuff you can't account for. Some <laughs> throwing a monkey wrench in the whole fucking deal here. Buckle up. It's time for... Might get crazy. What you should have done, the party game. It's a cards against humanity type of card game, but if you can believe it, this one has a twist. Wow. What's this? <sighs> I mean, I'll just play What's it. What's the twist? You'll have to see. In Russia, Putin showed up and tooted the national anthem. <laughs> you should have turned the other cheek and <laughs> let out a fart. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, my name is Rick, and you know what? I like to party, and I like to party <laughs> with other people, so that's why I created this fun party game called What You Should Have Done. This is a super fun party game that I came up with about a year and a half ago while playing, uh, maybe unsurprisingly, Cards Against Humanity with some friends. <laughs> I think it was just an awful uh. that someone said that caused the lightning bolt to strike my brain and uh, give me this idea. I got super excited about it. So it I was seeing the game that I already said. I'm ripping yeah. off. And thinking of a better answer in my head after I read the card. <laughs> That's kind of what I've been doing for the last year and a half in my free time is just uh, playing with as many people as I could and uh, taking their feedback and making the game better and better. So without further ado, let's talk about... I, I can't explain it, but this guy's wearing like a swinger's shirt. He's wearing the shirt of like that a swinger would wear. Or he's like a magician. He's dressed like a magician. Yeah. You're going to give each player five black cards and five white cards. You're going to pick someone to be the narrator, and that narrator is going to pick the blue cue card off the top of the... I'm waiting for the card. twist. He's going to read it off. This one says, during your therapy session, your therapist blinked. You should have blinked. Each player is then going to play a black card and a white card that they think fits best with those... Oh, is the twist you play two cards? Yeah. The first half... Dude, come on. Card and the white card's going to go with the Took it up a notch. Cards Against Humanity is one card. Cards, they're going to uh, read the... Me playing Cards Against Humanity. Fuck! I wish I could play two cards. <laughs> Jumped out of nowhere and started tickling you. You should have switched to Geico. You could have saved 15% on your car insurance. While getting a physical, the doctor got a puzzled look on their face and then made you listen to all of their marital problems for over an hour. <laughs> you should have asked them if they would be willing to be a reference for you for an upcoming job. Yes, 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 good timing. Yes. Good timing on that. Okay, when you're no, dude, no. Already you in half with their pinky. The narrator would give them the cue card, and that's how you keep score. Uh, the left of the narrator would become the new narrator, and you do it all again. That's a good point. After dropping the touchdown pass in your championship game, your coach whispered sweet nothing into your ear. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Are these kids like in church? Is that why I think, this is? I think this is a church vibe to this. Okay. All right. Because this is not, these kids should be doing drugs. I don't think they should be. <laughs> this is not what they're doing, right? Put them cards down. Pick up this crack pipe. <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, have you seen kids lately? They don't get, do this. Get your heart racing a little bit. Get, out of here. <laughs> get off the computer. I start snorting some drugs. No, but look, you know. As a parent, you don't want to walk in on your kids doing drugs. But you, you also, don't want to walk in on playing a card game. You don't want to walk in on them laughing uproariously because someone said, uh, you should do a poot on a monster. I mean, <laughs> I'm turning around. I'm walking. I'm saying, what the fuck? Slap you in the head with a trout? What was this crap? I wish I had a job writing this stuff. <laughs> Ah, what are you kids doing? You guys, uh, you guys being, oh, dad, dad, you got to play. You got to play. Okay, I'll, I'll play a couple rounds here. Let me take a look at this. What does this, what does it, what does it say here? What does this say here? Uh, hmm. You should have eaten a booger on the bleachers at the big football game before prom? Yeah. Oh, you're all grounded. I'm out of here. Y'all take it easy. <laughs> it's too crazy for me. 
<laughs> going downstairs with my wife, baby. I think we got to talk about the kids. I think I'm really concerned. They're um, they're playing cards against humanity clones. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not just that. There's a twist. There's two cards. I look over. My wife's doing the face from the ring where they just she watch has the ring. three cards. <laughs> She's got a game of three cards. I caught him. I caught him up there writing prompts down. They're making their own cards. Holy shit. <laughs> Scary stuff. Scary stuff. Ten bucks gets you a thank you post on Facebook. Incredible. Thirty-five bucks, you get the card game. Oh, I had mm. to convo with my kid. I said, "Look, I don't care what you do when you're eighteen under my roof. Yeah, catch you with the cards against humanity, badgers against whatever. <laughs> Boot camp, non-negotiable. <laughs> Straighten up and fly right, son. <laughs> Scared him to death." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make you play the whole game the next time I catch you. <laughs> no, it sucks so bad. A <laughs> um, hundred bucks, you get the game, free shipping. Also not how this works. Um, your name and the special thanks and a special thanks post on social media. An insane jump from $35. Wait, so so $35, what's the addition here? The shipping, the special thanks, which you know you've already established is $10. The remaining $55 you talk up to being in the instruction manual. Um, but, the, cool. but the $250 is dinner with Rick. Oh, man. Rick. Man, come on. What is that? Spend an hour or so with Rick while having dinner and discuss whatever you would like. Have a project you need help getting off the ground? Rick, Rick can help. Have a business idea you want to chat about? Rick can help. Need a dinner date with a good-looking hunk of a man? Rick can help. Rick, not appropriate, bud. Yeah. Okay? God damn. 500 bucks to get two copies of the game, Dinner with Rick, special thanks, social media shout-out, plus you you get your own card in the game. No. 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> You can also give them five thousand bucks. Um, your business can be marketed in the game box, and for ten thousand dollars, you can um, you can shave Rick's back. <laughs> That's cool. For ten thousand dollars, you can help Rick move some stuff out of his garage. That's awesome, man. God damn, this uh, this is one of the worst Kickstarter uh, card games I think we've done. In a really long time. I they're all bad, but this is really uh they did a great job making this one super, super terrible. This one's stinky. Thank you for Sorry. doing it, guys. Um what's it raised so far? Presumably ten thousand dollars. Wait, no. One thousand five hundred and forty seven dollars pledge of forty grand, sixteen backers twenty eight days ago. I'm gonna play the rest of the there's another minute left of the video. We have to watch this. Bottom. Okay, who chose this one? Much more fun than other games in the same genre as this. It really adds a depth that makes it more entertaining and more hilarious. It allows you to tell more of a story. The feedback I've got on this has been overwhelmingly positive, and, and people just really like the ability to play two cards each round. Uh, it just adds so much to the game. 
so, instead of the one card they were playing. I can't before. believe that's the real gimmick. Your support and ask that you support us financially by backing this campaign as well as spreading the word. Please let any friends, family, uh, coworkers, anyone you know that may be interested in something like this. Uh, your yeah, support tell the people at my work about it. Got it. So once again, thank you so. You read the horror stories of people who've lost so much money in crypto who have said like I I told my friends I told my coworkers about investing in this coin yeah. and now that it's gone nobody will talk to me I don't know what I'm going to do with my life or whatever imagine fucking pitching them on the what you should have done party game and it comes out and you play it one night you got to go back to work in the morning mm-hmm. and look at those motherfuckers in the eye that guy. that guy paid $10,000 to shave the other guy's back and we and <laughs> can't believe we still hang out with him <laughs> anyway bad stuff um mike now this is the one i'd like to hear from you i would like to you i'd like for you to do your number two right now and don't and oh sorry no okay i'm working on it oh no oh god plop, 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 plop. I can I can literally hear Aww. the turds plopping into the toilet oh and he farted too yeah yucky <laughs> JF, I'm going to wipe my ass here real quick, and I'm going to tell you about the IntelliPan. The IntelliPan is an all-in-one smart pan. Are you sick of your stupid fucking pans that you have in your house? (laughs) It's got built-in intelligence for simpler cooking, JF. Keep track of your cooking with no other device but your pan. Weigh and cook your food, monitor the pan's temperature, and keep track of your calories all in one place. Simply turn on the pan. Weigh your food by placing it on the pan and start cooking. IntelliPan automatically displays the pan's temperature on its OLED screen to ensure you don't overcook your meal. This thing, I cannot tell you how bad it looks. I can't. (laughs) I mean, think about all of the plastic housing you would have to have to contain the electronics that go on to your typical piece of shit. Yeah. And then and then now realize that you can't put that over like 85% of the surface area because it's going to get extremely hot. And then you you're you're getting a good idea as to what the smart pan looks like. Um it's huge. Mm. It's absolutely huge and the handle does have a screen in it so you can weigh your food. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, uh, we've all experimented with the different kinds of coatings you get in your pans, you know? Um, this says it's nonstick ceramic. And what happens when it start it starts to lose that nonstick coating? You throwing out your little OLED screen that came in the handle with it too? You throwing out your fucking what is it? I guess there's a battery in there, right? There's got to yeah. be a battery in yeah. there. You're just throwing out with your pan when it when you love the a, eggs. I love a device that's an all-in-one device because it's never practical. It's never practical. Never. There's always some fucking huge caveat or something, or not some non-standard fucking. I mean, it's always some shit, you know. We need to get they're there. Never gonna while, crack the code. While they're saying, "Hey, why didn't they put smarts in a blank?" And we just need to show up out of the time machine and go. It's because it's because it's gonna suck. <laughs> it's stupid. <laughs> just get the regular one and do the smart thing on something. You don't need it. Um, I expected this one to be. Doing gangbusters, but it's only at forty eight thousand of ten thousand. I predict that it will. I mean, it's twenty seven days to go. So. Forty eight hundred, to be clear. Forty eight thousand oh, would be yeah. Forty eight thousand <laughs> would be a lot. lot. Yeah, I wasn't impressed when I saw they had forty eight thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's see this thing in action. And you know what kind of music it is as well. Yeah. The tool that will redefine the way you manage your meal prep and nutritional regimen. Intellipan is not your fucking mommy's pan. Convenient. Using a built-in digital scale, a temperature sensor. There's a scale in between the technology to the cooking element and your food. Think about that for a second. Yeah. Intellipan. You think that's a good idea? Measures your individual ingredients, giving you the ability to control your calorie intake at every meal. With the temperature control display, you can precisely dial in the perfect cooking temperature for every dish preparation. Intellipan's technological features are housed in a ceramic pan, free of any toxic materials, giving you a cutting-edge cooking tool that would look right at home in any kitchen. Intellipan is It does not. It looks at home in like a Roblox kitchen, I think. Use with the cooking appliances you already own. No apps, additional burners, or separate devices. Intellipan's naturally non-stick ceramic It would be better with an app. Saving you additional time. Yeah. No matter the ingredients. You can update an app inside or outside. Intellipan is the innovative all-in-one solution to help you track the foods you eat and prepare meals like a pro. Give yourself the power to measure and control what goes into your body and cook delicious meals with perfect precision with Intellipan. This looks like absolute dog shit. I wouldn't give you 20 bucks for it. And they want 137 on the super early bird. But what's the retail price? Doesn't even say. And this is a good sign. There's not only is there only the super early bird, there's no there's no early bird. There's no regular pricing. There's no, there's no regular bird. There's no regular birds. Um, it says it's going to be $250 at retail. I would I would absolutely be shocked if we ever get to that point. But if you ever need a pan that has a scale, a temperature sensor in it, which what do you what what's the temperature you're are you measuring the temperature of the surface of the pan? How often does that come in handy for you to know the surface temperature of the pan when you're searing a steak? I guess if you wanted to do that, that would be something you could be you could consider, but everything else is the temperature of the food doesn't help, right? Are you making candy, maybe? It's not oven safe, of course. No, why would it be? It would melt. Re- requires two AA batteries, which no. will be included in your order. They include Come on. the batteries. Now that I like. I like when you include the world's worst AA batteries <laughs> in my order. Thank you for those. <laughs> That sucks, man. It doesn't have $48,000 yet, but it does have 4,834 backers, 27 days to go. I, I truly can get behind the idea of like, okay, I want to be conscious of what I'm yeah. eating here. And I'm a here. sucker for a kitchen gadget. Absolutely. I love it. But this one, this one didn't even get my dick hard, J.I. We are the people you are aiming at, and yeah. you could not have missed any harder. Both so, of our dicks are not hard at this time for this m- product. Mine's like soft and like wet and flat. <laughs> So, mine is really smelly. Right. Now. <laughs> These guys are working with Agency 2.0, the number one crowdfunding and product launch company since 2010. Let me let me explain something. Let me sit you down and explain something to you. I'm the only person who has heard of the crowdfunding and product launch companies that exist on here. I and have we have never heard of that. Never. This has never come up. No. Nobody looked at this stuff more than we do. You got. You got tricks. Hacker kit. You got. Yeah. Gel up is the other one. Gel up. 20 or whatever it was. Yeah. No. It ain't. Uh-uh. You got maybe like the third. Um, Intellipan. Stupid idea. But it kind of makes me wonder. 
why would you have a smart pan when you could have a smart meal maker, which oh, includes wow. a pan-like object? Interesting. <laughs> I'm leaving the smart pan in the dust because we've got the automatic meal maker prototype. It's an IoT smart cooker. Check this video out. Washing machine, microwave, rice cooker. All these appliances can be seen in every home. They save us valuable time and money. We have created a new appliance, which will be part of every home, an automatic meal maker. In general, you spend hundreds of dollars on food if you eat outside, but just few if you cook at home. But cooking at home is almost a part-time job, taking almost 20 hours of your precious time each week. Now, two notes here. Number one, that's an outrageous amount of time to spend cooking your food uh, in your home each week. 20 hours? You can't be yeah. doing that for 20. I mean, you can't count the time where you put the thing in the oven and walk away and do something else. That isn't, that's not part <laughs> of, the whole time. that's not your the thing. I know you slack off at work and you're like, 40, ah, minutes, here 40, 40 hours, minutes yeah. to cook the carrots, 40 <laughs> minutes for, come on, but 20 hours is, that's okay. That's nuts. Three hours a day cooking your food. I don't, you gotta eat a pop tart in the morning or something. But the other thing is, is, is my favorite Kickstarter thing right now is someone who is not a native English speaker writing the script, then yeah. hiring the native English speaker to, to make it sound it. more natural. Yeah. And you can just hear in the guy's voice him going like, what the fuck? Eating outside? Does just, he mean... Just read it the way we wrote it, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Do you want me, should I change this a little bit? Because nobody really talks like this. Oh, uh, it's so good. We, get, we're from New Zealand, mate. We know how people talk. <laughs> we know how people talk. Oh, man. We've got the Italian guy. We've got the New Zealand we're guy. We've got Ringo. It. We're going after every. The big three. The, uh, the script gets much worse as it goes on, too. It's really good. Our appliance doesn't take a lot of space. Just half the size of microwave. It has a big five-inch touchscreen. Speaker? It can be voice-controlled. You can... You can at least do speaker Larry? in the right way. <laughs> hmm. Why would you say, why would you do the weird pluralization if you don't have to? Yeah. You can just say it and just be like, oh, I forgot. And then accidentally say it. Help these guys out. They need help. It's an IoT device, so it's connected to internet via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. All you have to do is put the ingredients you want in the appliance and let it cook. In the comfort of your home, like a slow cooker kind of and tastes from around the world is available at the touch of a button. Mm. You can explore new tastes and flavor from all over. The appliance is a smart cooker which connects to your phone and internet. I know. You can download as many recipes as you want from the recipe store, or you can even sell your own recipe and make some money. No. Let us show you how <laughs> the appliance has container for ingredients and spices on the top and a cooking pot under it. First, you open the lid and put the ingredients in the container and select a recipe. The cooker will start to cook as per recipe, adding the <laughs> ingredient at correct time and temperature. You can see the meal cooking from the window in the pot. Ah. Great. That's it. That just cuts off there. Right there. Awful. Um, so we've got a rendering here of the thing in 3D. <laughs> looks great. I mean, it, it's like a it's like a coffee maker, but spread out to like soup pot proportions. It's, it's a coffee maker in sixteen by nine. It's just stretched <laughs> out a little bit. Yeah. Um, 
And it says you spend about one third of your household budget on convenience foods. Does not seem right to me. Um, but it's true that it is difficult sometimes to cook every single meal. Um, I don't know how this would help you, uh, but it's basically you like take off the, t- it's, it's a Mr. Food. It's not Mr. Coffee. It's Mr. Food. You take the lid off and you put all of your ingredients in there. Now, some of the ingredients it showed being put into the top of the lid was like My a gosh, raw steak. A tongue from a shoe, an old banana peel. <laughs> I mean, it was. This guy's using a Mr. Fusion over here. It was not unlike, yeah, it's not unlike Ernest Goes to Camp. They throw the the fettuccine on, in there. They throw the guy named Alfredo in there. And before you know it, you've got, in this case, you've got paneer tikka masala. Um, <laughs> but it, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not clear on how it, dis, how you know what ingredients to put in there, how it disperses the ingredients. Look, it's got whole. Um, goofy. Well, Just goofy, bud. Whole Just herbs. Get, a, get your slow cooker, bro. Unpeeled garlic. You know? An instant pot. In what way would this be different? Well, this does not have a lid on it. So there's one thing right there. Is Um, your instant pot IoT? This has this is connected to Bluetooth. Terrific. Um, it says here, think of it this way: an average individual spends at least a hundred dollars a week and two to three hours each day cooking which is $5,200 each year and over 20 hours each week. Um, blah, blah, blah. What will be the case? You spend two to three hours preparing breakfast before work? Got to get a quicker breakfast then, bud. Two, three hours? It takes about a minute to cook an egg, you know? <laughs> what are you doing for three hours? Can you do some of it the night before, maybe? Before you... I don't know. Yeah. Um... Then you got then you got another. It's, th- th- this is crazy because up here it says two to three hours a day, right? But down here he says, let's say they find help with the miscellaneous at home for lunch. On coming back from a very hectic and busy day, you shoot straight into the kitchen to make dinner for the family. You exhaust another two to three hours cooking, making it at the very least six hours off the twenty four hours in a day. There, that's it. You've practically used up the quality time you would have used in bonding with your kid's partner, cooking meals. I, I think you can make a case for more convenient dinners without saying that you spend yeah, you know, 25% <laughs> of your day. a bad selling point. <laughs> Bring your fucking shitty little family in the kitchen and have them make fucking shit with you and then you have a conversation with them. Whatever happened to having a conversation with your family, JF? Yep. Thank you, DB. Thank you. Um, it's now it is Now it does cook smart here, but you don't have to mix, stir, or flip their kitchen appliance does it all for you. Does it mix, stir, and flip? I don't actually, uh, I'm not sure. Um, it doesn't say if it does that or not. But you can get the family version. Now, we're, we're, getting, into, um, we're getting into some stuff that I think is going to be pretty shocking. Um, but but I'll, I'll save the price for later. Here's what it comes with. Um, it, says, it says half the size of a microwave or the size of your coffee maker. I don't believe that at all. It says it has 16 compartments, eight for food items, eight for spices. It's got a big touchscreen, 20 actuators. I don't know what that is. One heating element, one temperature sensor, and one stirrer. They're trying to raise $85,000. And they're going to do that by asking you to spend how much money do you think this is worth? Well, Mike, you see a slow cooker. You can get a slow cooker for what, $19.95? Yeah. You can get. 
you can get a knockoff instant pot for probably 40, 50 bucks, maybe even less than that now. I don't know. If you want to even if you want to get the big daddy name brand instant pot for your whole family, what are we get talking that about? Instant pot duo seven in one electric pressure cooker, JF. Used and new offers, forty nine sixty one. Okay. So you can, you can get into this entry level for less than half a hundred. Oh yeah. Now. Knowing that this thing also stirs and knowing that it also doesn't exist and knowing that you can put a raw steak and a whole head of garlic in the top of it and something will happen, what would you expect to pay for the, the, the automatic meal maker? I would expect to pay no less than $7,000 for one of these magic machines. Mike, you're right on the money because it's valued at $7,500, but now for a limited time, you can get it for $6,500, but now... That is New Zealand dollars, so for here in the the strong U.S. dollar, you can get it for just over four grand. That is, I was doing the joke. (laughs) (laughs) I was Uh, just saying a really high number. (laughs) Right. Right. But that's the two, that's the two adult, That's that's the two adult, or wait, no, that's the family set model. If you want to get the double family model, if you want to get two of these things, you can spend $8,100 and get the double family model. Goofy. I mean, you're out of your fucking mind, dude. Yeah. I mean, some guy just said this stuff. Come yeah. On. You can't just say <laughs> stuff. Uh, 35 bucks pledge of $52,912 uh, is what they desire here. Four backers, 25 days to go. That's the Automatic Meal Maker Prototype IoT. Smart cooker um, making the smart pan look like shit, although it does actually exist in real life. So, yeah. JF, I got one for you called the pod maker. I said, hey, we could use this when I put it on the sheet earlier today. I said, hey, maybe we could use this. Thank you for doing that. And thank you for making the joke earlier as well. I enjoyed that. Um, Two airplanes have crashed. World Trade Center. Pod maker, grind your own coffee pods create delicious coffee pods with a single push of a button and say goodbye to single-use pods forever save money save the planet with pod maker jf mm, a new product i can buy to save the planet well that's always interesting. i'll do i guess i'll do my part by opening my wallet <laughs> oh god tired of paying i can't hear it coffee pods and they- oh was is it, it too playing <laughs> <laughs> Podmaker grinds fresh coffee beans and refills reusable stainless steel coffee pods with just one button. Ah, ooh, And wasteful coffee pods again and save hundreds of dollars. It's easy as one, two, three. I can't believe we're still doing the coffee pod, the cake cup thing. What are we talking about? Aren't we done with this? Some guys don't know how to make a pot of coffee out there. So this is just a bean grinder. It's and it's just only, a bean grinder, man. Look, it's very rarely that I will have a hankering for a cup of joe, but sometimes I will. And I'll go and I'll get the beans out and I'll put them in the spice grinder slash coffee grinder. And I'll grind enough for like, you know, two cups or two and a half cups, whatever. Yeah. And I'll put it in the coffee maker or the, the, you know, press, whatever the fuck, and make the cup of coffee and drink it and be on my way. If I wanted to put it in the reusable container for my dog shit Keurig uh, coffee maker, 
They have Ooh. that. It's like in the, they have the reusable thing in there. You just take it out. I knew this from 10 years ago. You just take it out and then you can put any amount of gra- grounds. You can just buy grounds, right? I didn't know that actually. I don't fuck with the Keurig because it's stupid. It's for like, uh, if you ever go, if you ever go get your oil changed or something. Yeah, that's right. That's all they put for. it in there. Or if, if you have a job and they don't really care about you. If you're, what, if you're one of the, machine. if you're an Airbnb landlord, of course you would want to have your crazy. <laughs> but that's it. Like that's the only people who care about this yeah. shit. Your pod maker comes with your choice of three reusable stainless steel pods for your Keurig, Keurig Supreme Plus, Nespresso, or Nespresso Virtuo with barcode. So it's got, I guess, one, two, three, four, five different attachments or something that you stick in your drawer with all the straws and uh, plastic forks and Chinese menus and stuff. Yep. Rolling around in there. Yep, love that drawer. Great drawer. It's a great um, drawer to have. I cannot believe this. I, I can't believe they tried to reinvent the the grinder, the coffee grinder, the bean, the spice grinder. I mean, this is just... What I couldn't believe is when I opened it, the fucking number at the top just went up and up and up. It wouldn't stop. When we put it on the dock, when whoever yeah. put it on the dock, and who gives a crap? I think people are actually tired. They're emailing and stop yes. saying who the freaking, who is doing the majority of the work. We thought we told you that a long time ago. <laughs> Whoever put it on the dock, Jay, put it on yeah. there, and it had $61,000. But oh now, I just watched it live. It went up to $88,000. Probably has fucking way more now, 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 uh, whenever you're hearing it. By the time you're hearing this, this is, is yeah. well into the millions. I, I, I'm shocked. There are really people on here going, It's really I'm shocking. S- I'm so sick of buying the big tray of K-Cups. What, how is what that are you life? talking about? How, how many you, have you thrown don't away? Don't to get more K-Cups at the store. What are you doing? I cannot believe that. That's wild, dude. You can't heat up some water. You fucker. You fucker. <laughs> now, of course, here, we've who's collaborating on this project? Is it the number one collaborator of all time? A20 dot whatever? No, no. It, it's not. It's backer crew. It's product hype. It's gel up. Okay. This yeah. is this is how you get shit done. The big swinging dicks. Now. Kickstarter space. Daniel has. Uh, has created other projects as well. And this one hit so hard for him, it's it's actually shocking. The first one he did was Avocido. What do grow you think? Your, the, grow your own avocado tree with ease. There's no way people knew it. Oh my God, it made $68,000 Canadian. What yeah, the fuck? Successful project, this guy. What Don't is it? Stop throwing away these avocado seeds when you get them, gang. Put them in the Avocido and grow an avocado tree. For the love of Pete. It's just like a little 3D printed thing that can hold a seed. That's right. And you put it in a a pot and grow an avocado tree. That makes me want to fucking throw up. I um, also made the, what is it? Sriracha Ninja. Finally, me. you can store your hot sauce upside down for instant success. So this guy got a 3D printer for Christmas a while back. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, this one didn't take off. I only made a couple grand there. Okay, now he's also got the Insta Spinsta. Never burn your hands again. The best add-on for your Instant Pot. Yeah. Okay, what is... Oh, when you try to... You have to hit it to Take go... The valve off, yeah. And what is this? Oh, it's like a little 3D printed extender, and then it's got a flower. Oh, it shows you when it's safe, I guess, to grab hold of it. Yeah, so I'm, yeah. 
I can straight up see here since I can use all of my senses yeah. to see when there's steam coming out of the thing. Uh, let's see. Was that one successful? No. Okay. 1200 of 10 K. Okay. So, and he's, did he wait? He did the avocado again. He came back to the avocado after those. He did avocado pet avocado. So it's like, it's just Throw a your own avocado tree, but it's like a different little platform for it. Oh, so man, that is he, so egregious. And then he said, okay, I'm, I'm feeling confident again. I'm going to go back to the well with a new idea and came up with pod maker. I'm, I'm blown away by this guy. Truly. There's nobody I'd want to meet on here. Maybe I'd want to meet this guy. How did you decide <laughs> this is what you were doing? Yeah. Oh my God. Love this idea. I have one thought for an optional accessory to increase its usefulness. How about a slide-in cup large enough to grind enough coffee, coffee sorry, for a four-cup French press when single-serve pause would dull a social, social moment? What are you talking about, dude? Buy a coffee grinder! They're not expensive, man. <laughs> I, uh... My name is Daniel, and I am half Greek and half German. Okay, Dan, you're in the clear. Uh-oh, I, work, I was working as an IT consultant for multinational companies that may have included Italy. Dan, okay. you're not out of the woods yet. <laughs> Hang on. Hold on now. <laughs> um... Let's see. Michael says, hello, I backed the project as a VIP. I just got rid of my Keurig branded machine and bought a top-of-the-line Ninja that has the Keurig adapter pods. It looks like the Ninja machine has three needles to pierce the K-cup, and the original Keurig only has one. I don't think it will work with the reusable pods that you provide. Will you make ones for the Ninja? We don't have the Ninja pods in stainless steel, but we are working on getting them. Man, that's disappointing that Ninja is on the the Keurig train as well. I mean, yeah. I, I like the guys They're over your boys. Yeah, I like, I like the Ninja stuff. I saw be... that. I saw that creamy on sale for a hundred bucks. Oh my God. It's, day. it's worth that. No doubt. That's a deal. <laughs> you guys got to go get that. That's something. Now there, now there's Maybe a kitchen gadget. It. That'll make your dick rock hard. <laughs> um, I, I, this one's shocking to me. I'm really dumbfounded by this pod maker. As you say, Mike, well, let, let's see. Did the number go up? Let's see, 88,147. It is now, okay, still there. So no one's seen it in the interim. Um, 807 backers, 26 days to go. That is, uh, that's incredible. Um, that's it for the six-pack gang, uh, but we do have time for one more segment. It's called That's Where You Come In. You're going to want to contact Rockets. You're going to want to talk to Mike and JF. You're going to want to call 802 piss Send them something at their mailing address. 544 West Main Street, 209 Gallatin, Tennessee, 37066. They got a Gmail, it's the name of the ship. Twitter's at your Kickstarter, and that's it. You're gonna wanna contact YKS. You're gonna wanna let them know you exist. Leave a little message for Mike and JF. YKS pod on Instagram for grill pics. All right, gang. Hey, send in your emails now. Your Kickstarter sucks at Gmail. And hit us up on the Discord, especially uh, in the channel Mailbag Questions. We have got uh, we got a mailbag coming up. We'd love to hear from you there. We've got plenty of stuff to go through in the PU box. But as always, uh, letters and other things appreciated for some of that classic content you love so much. Mike, I just looked over and Dan is drinking out of a bag. Come on. I was oh, hoping you were going to say anything a, about that. Got to get you a cup, bro. What is that? Send Dan a cup to the PU box, please. No kidding. 
It's it's some type of lemonade beverage. I didn't know they were gonna give it to me in a bag though. What it, what is that. what did you you ordered some food? Where is it from? It's from a Mazisoba place down the street from me. Like a noodle. Okay, place. and this is this a to go cocktail or what is it? Yeah, there's no uh, liquor in it though, so I would I don't it was I don't, what did they, I don't even know what they called it. Hold on. Yeah, let's get the details on this. This is more important. It's a blue Hawaii lemonade. But it's mm. non-alcoholic. As far as I know, yeah. Okay. All right. Wouldn't want you to be drinking on the job. That'd be unprofessional. Um, <laughs> enjoy the enjoy the lemonade, Dan. It looks great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's where you come in, gang. H. Bean uh, in the Discord writes, You ever watch a movie late at night in middle school on HBO or Showtime because you thought it would have sex in it, but end up watching a really good movie? Great question. Um, the thing that comes to mind the most for me, this is not this is not exactly the same thing, and we've probably talked about this before, but but Zalman King's Red Shoe Diaries having David Duchovny as the narrator in it, I think, is something that maybe people a little bit younger than us are not aware of. But that's something that you could catch late at night on one of the premium channels and go, This I is beat off weird. of this. <laughs> I could probably make this one work. <laughs> um did you ever watch Zalman King? I don't know. I don't I don't think so. Zal- like, Zalman King? Yeah, he's like I can't remember exactly the format, but it's like he's writing a letter or he's like reading letters or maybe his I guess it's his diary, but he's like writing about maybe sexual experiences he had or people he knows or something. I don't I don't remember, but it's like little porno mini stories. I think I was maybe aware of the show, but I don't I don't think I've ever watched it. I'm looking at the Google Images tab and yeah, they're just going at it, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's just softcore pornography. It's softcore porno, which, I mean, I, I don't know if they even make it anymore. But softcore porno, there's something, yeah. there's something great something about. So nice about a softcore. It man, a guy behind a lady, and you can tell that he's not hard. You're looking at where his dick is. Yeah. In case, you know, you can Hopefully. see like a piece of the dick going into the lady's pussy, yeah. and then you'll be like, God damn, this shit's real. Yeah. But you never see it. So it's like, you can't trick me. My dick's smarter than that. So, but you might get some bush occasionally, which is pretty cool. Some bush was nice. That was yeah. nice to see. Um, man, there was some, and you know, it's, it's lit so softly. Those things were lit so in such a way that, you know, yeah. modern porno so harshly lit, you know? Yep. Hey, we see all the, we see all the cracks and crevices. Hey, whatever happened to just a nice light box on a big titty, you know? And it's like, there's, a, there's yeah. just a bead of sweat or something. I mean, they're in like a coat closet. Uh, yeah, nowadays everybody's so worried about coming and jizzing. Right. They forgot to, you know, stop and smell the roses or whatever. Absolutely, Mike. Absolutely. Now, do you have an answer for this? Did you ever try to watch a movie late at night, you know, on one of these channels and then you, you thought you were going to get your horn dog boner on, but it, it turned out it just was a good movie you like to watch? <laughs> Pro- I mean, probably like watching, uh, I guess for me it would be USA Up All Night with Rhonda Shear or uh, Gilbert Godfrey watching those movies like, I don't know, those fucking, those porno movies where everybody's trying to get laid or something. It's not I hope Gilbert like Godfrey takes comedy. his cock out soon. I really yeah, want to see. For, I want to see a piece of your cock, Gilbert. <laughs> but he never showed it. Rest in peace. He never showed it. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I, some of the teen sex comedies, you know, I never really got into those, like Revenge of the Nerds or like Porkies or whatever like maybe you would watch those but you wouldn't have called those good movies anyways maybe you could have done like um 
uh, oh, what's the one with, uh, is it Denise Richards in the pool? Oh, which one is that? Denise uh, Richards. Now that's a fox. Holy is that Wild Things? About Fast Times at Ridgemont High? No, 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 no. Wild Things. Yeah. That, I Who's in Wild Things? That would have been on TV, huh? Yeah, I, th- I think that would have been one for sure. Neve Campbell. Oh, yeah, sorry. And Denise Richards was also in that. She played Kelly Lanier. Yeah. They kiss. They kiss in the pool, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Won't be watching it now. You, you also see Kevin Bacon's cock, I think, in that movie. You see right? a piece of his cock? I think you see Kevin Bacon's entire cock in Wild. Maybe yeah. I'll watch it. Check it out on Mr. Skin. Um, that was one. I don't know if that's necessarily a good movie, but it was kind of a thriller, I guess. Um, yeah. Let's see, what else would you have searched out for sex? I, I can remember watching the, the the phenomenon that you don't have anymore, I don't think, is that you would have the free weekend or like a free preview of Showtime or Cinemax. I don't know if HBO did it, but I remember I yeah. took advantage of like a, I want to say it was a Showtime free preview and I sat down and I watched all of Thinner and it's the only time I've ever seen Thinner and I don't think there's any sex in I it. I remember seeing that in the theater, I think, when I was a kid. Did you really? Yeah. That movie is pretty gross. Um, yeah, I was there with my parents. The guy started getting roadhead when he was driving, driving yes. during that part. <laughs> no, I didn't go there with my parents. <laughs> 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 my dad reached up, he leaned over, he said, that's how I'm trying to be. My <laughs> mom was like, will you stop? Um, that didn't happen. <laughs> I, did, um, I did used to jag off to those... Uh, you ever call those sex lines and get the preview at the beginning? Where it's like, no, yeah, I'm a hot lady. Whacking my little 13 year old me to that. That's a and layer of debauchery. I'd never, because it would be on your normal. phone bill. That's though, normal Mike. to do. No, see, they don't charge you until you connect to someone, JF. Yeah, but you know that they can get a printout of all the numbers you ever called, right? Yeah, and it happened a couple times where I had to be like, I have no idea what happened. At 3 a.m. on a Wednesday. I was asleep. I have school tomorrow. Why are you interrogating me about this? It says, it says you're on the phone here for a minute 45. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how it happened. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. But first of all, even if it was me, it would have been longer than a minute 45. I wouldn't have been. It would have been way longer. If that was me, if that was me, it would have been. Two, two and a half minutes. Two and a half. Easy. <laughs> I don't check off to this stuff. I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. Bugs at the doctor. Bugs at the doctor. Okay, okay. So uh, it's thinking it's a housefly at the doctor's office. And he's human-sized. And he's talking to a human receptionist. And he's, like, and he's at the receptionist. And he's like, you know what? Um... My lifespan is, is 24 hours, so I don't think we need to schedule a follow-up today. Thanks, though. God, that's good.